You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Round one, fight! Can't we do our own secret shows? All our shows are secret shows. And we have the tools, we have the talent! You have to use so many cuss words. Let's go! Ooh, yeah! Sometimes when you do a voice, like it's not really your voice, but you yeah. do your own voice. Like you do an impression of yourself. And <laughs> it sounds true. like Rolf the dog from the Muppets. Hey, uh, it's like, going to play a couple hey. bars. Of, yeah. That was a little Beatle juicy, actually, more so than Ralph. But similar. Similar houses. Hey, did you hear they're making a Beetlejuice too? What? Not only that, did you know that there's like a musical, a Broadway musical? <laughs> I did hear that recently, yes. That was unbeknownst to me Yeah, uh, until I, I read that the other day. That seems... Not sure what to think of that. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way. Like that, I put that, I categorize that in the same place where I would put like Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, where I'm like... Spider-Man, you know, I was just like, going to say, like yeah. There's, there's like a following for that, but is it necessary? Yeah. I mean... I kind no, of feel like so. we did and said everything. But I think that about all these movies that they've turned into Broadway musicals. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure we said what we needed to say. Like, I don't know if we needed to make that into it's a musical. <laughs> but then people are like, dude, SpongeBob the musical. It's the best. It's like, <laughs> it does feel like in the way that like I'm very much like I, I don't read books. My, you know, my my brain, I can't focus long enough to, to, to do long form novels like that. So I'm like, I'll just wait for the movie. Like if the books are any good, away for the movie. I feel like there's a sect of population out there that is that way. But for musicals like if the, they're gonna oh, wait yeah. for the musical <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like hey have you seen the whale no i'm gonna wait for the musical <laughs> exactly. i heard good things about spider-man but uh, i think i'm gonna wait for you know for the real for the presentation when uh, they're killing uh killing people on when stage killing actors exactly with bono but you know bono and the edge are doing yeah. the music Oh my god! They my kids watch Sesame Street and like Sesame Street will like kind of lampoon things. Mm-hmm. And recent, I don't think it's a recent episode. I think it's an old episode. But recently, we watched an episode where Grover is doing this whole <laughs> bit, and it's Spider Man the musical, basically. And like their accidents keep happening, and I'm like. I don't like this must have been before people yeah. died because I feel like they wouldn't be making light of this. Sensitive. Yeah. Edgy. Sesame Street got edgy. <laughs> the fact that they kept it in, I'm like, wow, this is this is surprising. Yeah. But, you know, it's a big F you to uh, did, the cast of Spider-Man the musical. Do you ever think of that? Do you ever think like has Kevin Spacey ever done like a guest spot on on Sesame Street? Oh God! Oh man! Well, if if if, if so, he's been scrubbed like the KGB. <laughs> they, they took him right off. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did do that with Katy Perry, right? Like she was supposed to be on an episode, and then they cut it out because she was dressed like too provocatively or something. <laughs> this is after she recorded this song about kissing girls and liking it. Like that's where they yeah. drew the line. Yeah, it was it was after that. Like she did this whole musical number with Elmo, and it was kind of like to hot and cold <laughs> or something like that. And they ended up cutting it out because they they thought she was dressed uh, too provocatively. Nobody nobody said anything on the day of the shoot. <laughs> I feel like they should they can fix that with computers nowadays. Anyway, I mean I don't think the ghost of Jim Henson cared much about it mm. or oh. or anything like that. Dude, they get they get some good sound alikes. On Sesame Street, like the people that are doing, like oh, yeah. it can't be the same person doing the voice of Big Bird. Like he just died those, recently. Man, it's so sad. All the man, all of those old cast members are dropping off. I know. Like the guy I who played Louise passed away. Mm-hmm. The guy who played Bob passed away. I, know I think Bob is still with us. Oh, <laughs> I named the one who's still alive. All, the, <laughs> all these people that like you know I grew up watching, and now like I see them, and a lot of them are still on the show. Like Gordon. Is still on the show. Well, and yeah. Now he, you know, what are you he looks do? like a grandpa. He looks like a great grandpa. And you're like, wow, how did people make a like? How did he make a living? Like, this has been his career. But like, they did this show for PBS. Like, did they still get a paycheck for that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're not all working for peanuts. It's just subsidized by uh, you and me, basically. <laughs> 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 Spoken by like public. someone who who has heard the verbiage before. <laughs> Just Paid so for it by viewers like you and me. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I gave oh, my twenty five dollars. I'll tell you though, it's it's pretty. It's quality. Going back to it in my forties, watching some Sesame Street. Oh yeah, it's I'm timeless. pretty impressed. I'm impressed with some of the writing. Do you think Sesame Street will be around? Um, you know, when we're old and gray. Or- I'm see if they were still on PBS, I'd have told you no without hesitation. I, or yes, without hesitation, I've been like, yeah, it's still gonna be around. But the mm-hmm. fact that mm-hmm. HBO bought it, I kind of feel like, how do we know? Like HBO is gonna be like, eh, nobody's really into this anymore. Let's just kill it. Yeah, 
Well, that's exactly what just happened. Remember that Batgirl movie was supposed to come out, yeah. uh, like a finished, completed film in the can, uh, and the, the new ownership took over and was like, eh, do you know the reason they gave basically for why they scrapped it? Didn't wait. I thought they said that it was just it was horrible. That's what I read. No, they said that just no. We, we can't show this. Listen, this is the company that all of the DC films have been horrible. You think they're going to start not releasing films now? No, it, no. It had to do with um, the the rights, like the usage oh. and marketing. Like it was going to cost so many million to uh, in, to market it first of all, but then they have to pay the actors and everybody in, in perpetuity as it uh, continues to be shown. And it was just some numbers guy uh, at Discovery when they took over Warner Brothers decided, um, hey, you know, you know, it's the cheapest option to just bury this, to just shelve it, and nobody will ever but see it. How is that different from any other film? Like then they can't release any film. I, th- because they're very much in like penny pinching mode. I feel like uh, they may have been closer to uh, chapter. Is it chapter eleven or chapter thirteen? I can't remember. Yeah, chapter eleven. There you go. Uh, then we knew. Uh, but yeah, they're they're trying to cut costs everywhere. That's why they they, they were pulling a bunch of stuff off of uh, uh, HBO because it was cheaper to like, not you know pay the rights for it. Just pull it. I feel I feel like. I feel like superhero movies, even when they're bad, though. I know, like they, they're still money makers. It just—it's really heartbreaking, especially because I feel for the crew, I feel for the cast, and everybody who put years of their lives into this thing. And it's not even like, uh, you know, worst case scenario would be, you know, your movie sucks and nobody ever discovers it, but it's discoverable out there for for people to see if yeah. they want to. Your mom wants to see it, <laughs> but for it to just be like shelved and like, there's no way anybody can ever see. What happened? Yeah. You know? Unless That's, somebody has a change of heart. Did that have anything to do with James Gunn coming in? Like him and... I can't remember the other... David Saf, Safrian. Yeah, whatever. that could be too. Uh, they came in and like sure. they've shaken up the DCU. Yeah. Like they they did this whole teaser at the end of Black Adam where Henry Cavill returns as Superman and like teasing this like confrontation between the two characters. And it seemed like the very next week... James Gunn was hitting like the the social media going like, oh yeah, Henry Cavill's out. Yeah. We're, we're not doing that. I'm like, and here's the thing with me, Forget it's like what you just saw. If you set up, if you set it up, you have to pay it off. Like even if you don't want to, mm. you've put it out there. Like you've got to pay it off now. Uh, and I know, like again, getting back to money, and like you you can't just dump billions of dollars. I mean, you can. They did that whole. <laughs> Snyder cut of Justice League, so wow. I guess you can yeah. um, listen to our uh, Snyder yeah. cut episode on another podcast, right? On another podcast, but that's not this podcast. No, this is the Low Res High Def podcast, LRHD. If you're into that whole brevity thing, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, Joel and I, we just kind of felt like management sucked at the old place. I'm and- Joel. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we never stopped, Joe. Right? It's just like just like riding a bike. Just jump back behind this microphone. You're like Ron, whole podcast, you're like Ron Burgundy. You just know, like at some point, you gotta go. And I'm Joel. Uh, well, I, I'm realizing that for the listener, you're, you're using my name, and I'm using your name, Joe. Yes. Uh, this is my name is Joe. This is what I sound like. Yes, there are many podcasts, but this one is mine. Um, but uh, yeah, so if you've never heard our voices before, um, congratulations on finding this podcast. That seems unlikely. Um, but if you have heard our voices before, it's probably because you listened to uh, one of our other now defunct podcasts, The Editing Bay, which was our uh, weekly. I have so many of them in my wake. There's so many. <laughs> you do. There's Joe versus Ken. There's oh my The God, Editing yeah. Bay. There's The 8 Bit Gladiators. There's Most Valuable Podcast. Yeah, you're just like carpet bombing <laughs> canceled podcasts, aren't you? I'm an albatross. <laughs> I mean, but I do it over a long period of time. That's right. Yeah, it's a slow release. You're like a time capsule. <laughs> Let's do a podcast for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> and we did with uh, the editing bay. We were on for eh, almost a decade. We were on for eight years. You can still listen to yeah, all 365 episodes of that. One a day if you wanted to uh, listen to that episode or podcast where we talk about movies uh and more recently we uh, just wrapped up another podcast where we talked about video games that was the 16-bit gladiators which again you can still find where all podcasts are found uh it was the sequel to the 8-bit gladiators which is a podcast that joe started yeah probably about a decade ago right just stick around for a year and then you're gonna see the 32-bit gladiators <laughs> <laughs> hey maybe someday Probably jump right to 64 at that point, but sure. We'll go right to 64. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> hey, have you seen the new trailer for Mario? Thank you. I was just going to say, speaking of which, yes, uh, I have seen that trailer. I've seen many trailers for that movie. I do want to talk to you about that, uh, but not before we explain what the hell this podcast is okay. and why we're doing it. Gotcha. Take it away, Joe. Let's do it. And I'm Joe. Uh, and you're Joe, and I'm Joel. And yeah, uh, yeah. So this is the uh, this is the, the 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 mission statement, if you will, is uh, you know I miss Joel. He moved away not too long oh, ago. Too, uh, he and Jenna moved to uh, Jenna's my wife to, to Dakota. No, no, Carolina, <laughs> and, the other uh, south. Whatever, man. <laughs> it's 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 one of those one of those weird. Does is that weird to you that like there's two states with like the same and like there's a defining line where it's like. Welcome to North Dakota. Welcome to South Dakota. Like, how about you just like blur that line and just call it Dakota? <laughs> well, because you don't know the history of the Dakotas, Joe. I, d- I don't. Please enlighten me. I mean, I don't either, but uh, <laughs> I'm just assuming that at some point they were one Dakota. And then uh, Dakota Fanning decided to, uh, oh yeah. Dakota Fanning. Decided to defect and she started North Dakota. Yeah. Well, I mean, good for her. But uh, I think I think just like East Berlin and West Berlin. Yeah, I think we should we should unite tear, tear down, down this that wall. wall. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Mr. Dakota. I just realized I think Dakota Johnson was probably the uh, the mayor of South Dakota. It was the two of them that decided to split because <laughs> she went down. Is that is like, yeah? She does. Is that a sexy thing you're trying to say? It is now. Okay, so Ellie Fanning. Speaking of the Fannings, Ellie Fanning. <laughs> what does this who, have to do with our podcast? In my mind, in my mind, she will always be this eight year old girl because she was in a show called The Lost Room mm-hmm. on Sci Fi is this mini series and it's fantastic but she was like eight years old in that show and that's how i always see her my wife recently was watching some show where she's like uh i can't remember the name catherine the great or something like that oh yeah, yeah and uh and like there's a lot of sex in it and i'm like oh, no i've hit that point in my life where i'm too like i'm an old man and I see these people that I'm like, I still remember her as that eight year old girl. Like, mm-hmm. I can't. We can't do this. That's not. That's that's well, not right. Speaking of um, Dakota Fanning, wasn't she in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? She was up there at uh, what was the name of the ranch? Where here's um, um here's a confession. I still mm-hmm. haven't seen that movie. <gasps> what? Oh man, yeah. you're a Tarantino fan, right? Aren't you? Yeah, I am. Not because I haven't wanted to. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. We're like five years out from that now, aren't we? <laughs> Wasn't it like, it is that a five-year-old like, movie? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're coming up on it. I, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen The Hateful Eight. Yeah. That is one of his worst. You can skip that one. Start with, uh, uh, oh, brother, where are Hollywood or whatever it's called. Oh, brother, where Once are Hollywood? Once upon a time in Hollywood. <laughs> Does John Turturro sing in this movie? Is that is that a thing that happens? I, man, you'll have to watch Tim to find Blake out, Nelson? Joe. That's, oh, that's man. the secret ending. Stick around after the credits. And that's the thing, you listeners, as you hear Joel and I kind of bouncing around from topic to topic. Yes. I guess we've come to realize that that's kind of more in our wheelhouse. You know, like editing bay is great. We both love movies. We both love talking about movies. But there comes a time where you're like, I kind of don't feel like talking about movies all the time. Yeah. You know, I like watching them, but I don't want that to be like forced on it. Like we always have to talk about that. And then with the Epic and 60 Big Gladiators, like we were always talking about video games. We had to make it like relate to video games. And so we kind of thought like, why pigeonhole ourselves? Yeah. When we could just cover whatever we want to cover, we we have a lot of shared interests, uh, a lot of a lot of stuff that overlaps, but then a lot of things we don't quite have in common that we can expose each other to and, and see. There it is. There it is, right there. <laughs> that's coming back. Uh, but but we kind of decided let's let's do this. We miss each other. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Joel moved away. Miss him like hell. My wife and I sometimes actually literally tear up oh. when we think about them not being around. Same buddy. And this was kind of our thing. This was our, this is how we kind of, we justified hanging out yeah. by doing the podcast. Exactly. And now that, now that we're like 3000 miles away from each other, it's even more imperative, like just to spend time with this guy and, and talk to him about things and, and kind of catch up and lucky you, you get to hear it. <laughs> this is, well, you get to listen to it, and and we're keeping the topics broad, so that way, you know, we we don't have to feel like we're getting stale talking exactly. about what we talk about. Yeah, as you can tell, we have no problem finding things to talk about. We'll bounce around, uh, and apologies in advance because what you're witnessing is uh, us catching up on a year plus worth of, uh, of topics, uh, and that may be the podcast. But we are going to try to have a little bit of a format. We'll have segments. We'll have a main topic every week. Uh, we'll have a, a section. 
a segment uh, where we talk about what we're obsessed with this week, this week's obsession, uh, which we can do a little bit later. Um, so it's not just going to be all stream of conscience. Don't worry about it. Um, but, uh, you know, if you like, if you like kind of FM talk radio, Joe and I both grew up. Joe was in radio, actually, and still is, yeah. continues to be in radio. Uh, are you are you behind the mic now on the air? No, 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 no. But my son is. <laughs> this the midday show on ninety seven one. See, you've been gone. Ninety seven one is no longer the Eagle. I heard. They flipped it and made it the Freak. The Freak, and it's a talk station. Uh, the midday show, Ben and Skin, great guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to them all the time. My son is in the car with me a lot of the time, and has started to imitate things that he hears on the radio. Uh-oh. And he started imitating one of the characters that one of the guys do. So it's like they do this, uh, they do this prank thing where like they act like a couple of interviewers, uh, Mosquito and the Hulk. <laughs> and the Hulk character has this whole thing where like when he gets worked up, he'll go Rah, Hulk. <laughs> and like he does it over and over again and suddenly like i hear my son doing it in the back seat Aww. and so we uh, i brought i told them about it. i'm like yeah my son's been doing the raw hulk thing thanks for that and uh i bring james in every friday and i you know i walk him by they all know james james knows them uh he just like wins them over with his personality and charm mm-hmm. but ben brought him over he's like james come here can you give me a hulk can you give me a raw hulk and just james smiles at him he goes raw hulk uh, that's awesome <laughs> and so that's one of their drops now on the show they play it what? you know every once in a while when they're doing the thing yeah oh, yeah that's amazing. my son gets more airtime now than i do <laughs> well yeah and you're plugging his radio show more than you're plugging this podcast right now so uh no that's <laughs> no, cool right. i'll have to check that out uh but yes um yeah. so we're gonna get together every week uh it'll be joe and i will kind of be the mains but much as we had in our past uh podcast we'll have a a cadre of uh, guests coming and going. Uh, my wife and your wife being uh, a couple of them. Uh, you'll also yeah. remember Jay Gunn from the 16-Bit Gladiators and 8-Bit Gladiators before that. We'll be making appearances uh, and uh, some yet-to-be-announced guests. But um, yeah, we'll, uh, we're going to get together and wisecrack. And, we like uh, to spice things up in our relationship and that's right. throw a third in. You <laughs> exactly. Know? Put your keys in the fishbowl, right? <laughs> Uh, so there. So, so that's what you can expect. There you go. Low res high def. Low res high def. Hey, do you can... want to explain the name? Uh, oh sure, yeah. That's a good call. Because where does it come from? What does it mean? Uh, really, it doesn't mean anything except what we want it to mean, which is, um, yeah. Joe and I are both a couple guys in our forties. We're a product of uh, you know the eighties and nineties, growing up and consuming the media of that time. Um, and you know everything was analog back then. Everything was low resolution, low res. Um, and uh, so low res high def kind of speaks to the journey that we've been on personally in our media consumption uh, lives where now everything is pristine high def we've got you know uh, big screen TVs and uh, you know uh, uh, grab 4k graphics in our video games oh, yeah uh, but we still remember our roots so we cover all manner of uh, topics here we're going to be talking about modern games and movies but also um, reaching back to to the classics that uh, were our childhood right Joe you know I think it's it's so funny too because like the the more we chase after that high def the perfect picture resolution it, it always makes me laugh because I I look at I look at what I've got on in the cabinet under my TV and I've got like the NES classic the SNES classic yep. and, like, <laughs> yes. and I'll tell you but like, now they have no- HDMI Joe there's no game. Yeah, but it's still the, you know, the 16-bit, the 8-bit pixels. And, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. And there's no game that I've played more in my life than Super Mario World. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll play that game probably probably once a year. I'll, I'll go through it. I'll just kind of get a bug and go, all right, you know what? Let me do this. And I'll always play it. You know me. I, I, Joel makes fun of me about this. Like, I will play <laughs> a game until it's like 100% complete. There's no way. Like, oh, you're a completionist. And I try yeah. not to be. But I end up falling into that pit hole or that pitfall, and uh, and Super Mario World I think was the first game that that hit me like that where I was like, well, I've got to do all the levels. Yep. I got to do Star Road. I got to do the special road. I've got to, mm-hmm. you oh, know, yeah. I got to get that star next to my number so that way when I start the game again, all the turtle shells are now Ooh. Mario heads. You know, like yes, that's... and the the leaves are all green or uh, orange now, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of that's that's how I see it too. Like I with low res high def, it's that like you know, 
I, I, I love the new stuff. And it, it's kind of fun because, Joel, you and I are from like a generation where we watched the evolution. Like we yeah. we were kind of there just about at the dawn of like home video games and like home video. Absolutely. And watching as the mediums changed. We went from beta and VHS to DVDs. And, you know, then we, we watched everything kind of change again now to Blu-ray and then to digital. And I never thought there would be like, I used to, I used to brag about my home video library. Like, yeah, look at all these movies I own. Used to. I've never in my life owned so very few now physical movies. Like everything's on digital. I'm the same. Yeah. Like, and, and the thing is, I should be scared about that because they can take that away from you. I believe that. Like they can take it away. Um, but yeah, like it just being a father, being a husband, space is at a premium. And it's like, do I want to waste <laughs> that space with American Ninja one through five or do I want to free that up? <laughs> well, yeah, up? you got to keep the classics, Joe. Come on. <laughs> can't throw them all out. <laughs> what are you going to throw at Casablanca next? Come on. <laughs> we still need to finish that series. <laughs> yeah, debatable. We'll see if that comes back on this podcast. <laughs> Tune in to find out. I'm excited to embark on this. I'm very excited. Like, I'm so thrilled. Me too. Um, Just to pull back the curtain a little bit, guys, the the funny things, the silly things that go into creating a podcast, like the conversations Joel and I have had where it's like, well, what do we want our theme song to be? What do we want want to do here? And like, I would kind of throw something out and Joel's like, no, I kind of like this instead. And I'm just like, bro. I just I, I want I just want to do it. I don't want to throw out any other it's ideas. Be perfect, like, Joe. I don't want it. I don't want to conflict with your ideas because I don't want there to be a risk we don't do this together. So whatever you <laughs> Aww, want, whatever you want to do. Oh wow, I'm going to take advantage there of was, this. There was a time, dear listener, where I, I was quite the control freak when it came to this stuff. So it's like, just just do it. There's going to be some uh, evolving of this podcast as we go through. Obviously, this will hopefully be the roughest sounding episode, this being our pilot. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we can, we're giving ourselves the freedom to like add segments, change our theme song if we want to. Uh, probably won't be changing titles though, because I do want to build a brand around this low res high def. Yeah, it takes a And you know what? Also, when you like grabbing a domain, stuff like that, yeah, <laughs> that's annoying. So yeah, you want to make sure the name is, isn't going to change, guys. We're going to keep that mm-hmm. so low res high def again lrhd that's uh mm-hmm. you, you know me <laughs> <laughs> you can either do that or uh, didn't we decide we're doing low res high def.com yeah are you cool with that okay <laughs> so, I'm, I'm totally uh, cool with that all right cool so yeah low res high def.com will be our uh, website you can find us there uh find a uh, links to subscribe to the podcast uh also we're going to be on twitter at low res high def on twitter uh and or is that LRHD <laughs> or george's pod? goiter we still have George's goiter. That's right. Yeah, follow us there. So uh, you can check us out there. Um, but it, it, we're still undecided as to whether we want to do like the Facebook uh, or YouTube. Uh, maybe a, we'll get a, a Twitch channel going at some point, right? Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, people can people can uh, watch me play Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, that's watch right. me lose my mind as I'm trying to defeat the last two bosses of this stupid game. Are you still uh, on those last two bosses? Yeah, man. I'm 212 hours into this game. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Joe has been keeping. So we do have a a, a text thread with uh, some of the, the past members of these podcasts. Um, and Joe will up, has been updating us these past weeks, low months, <laughs> right, on your uh, Elden Ring progress. And, and, and it's not lost on me, the fact that, like, I'll update you guys without any context whatsoever. You guys will be in the middle of a whole other discussion. And I'll be like, fourth legacy dungeon down. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine that has to do with the game you're playing. <laughs> with Elden Ring. And I'll, I'll go back and go, man, they were totally talking about like, re, you know, revamped and like, up, like mixes, music, video game mixes. And, and yeah. this like has nothing or to do. Or a dead celebrity. Yeah, nothing at all. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah. fourth, fourth Legacy Dungeon boss is gone. <laughs> oh, did you hear about Kirstie Alley? Yo, F Kirstie Alley. Did you not hear <laughs> yeah. what I just said? <laughs> Some sensitivity, please. <laughs> Well, actually, Joe, that's uh, that's a good segue. It is a good segue because she showed up on the uh, on the Oscars, the in memoriam <laughs> yesterday. Oh, she did. That's right. I uh. realized watching that, that John Travolta lost two co-stars. I thought about that, and you know what? You know, I had a really sad thought. I was like, he seems to be more broken up over the death of uh, what was her name? Help me out here. 
Olivia Olivia Newton John. Olivia Newton John. <laughs> then he was uh, his own wife just a, a few years ago. Now his maybe own kid. I, I mean we all grieve in our own ways, right, Joe? Oh God, he's oh my gosh, he has just been surrounded by tragedy, hasn't he, poor guy? Yeah, he has. And then and then that, now and now that haircut, the latest tragedy. <laughs> you, dude. I think that's going to be me in like 20, 20 more years. Give me that time. Oh, yeah. I'm, I am ever shaving my head, and my wife hates it. She doesn't – I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> she's, not, she's not right. She's, she's like, you look like you're dead. And I'm like – Oh, no. Yeah, I guess I kind of see that. Nah. I like it. I like the way it feels. I uh, It makes me feel a little more confident because I'm balding in the back of my head. And I'm Dude, like, but you wear it well. I have this weird thought that like if, if people see me from behind, they're like, look at this guy with his like weird bald back of his head. And my whole thing is like, how about I just shave my whole head and own it? Like it's almost like taking the wind out of someone sales if they would say something about it i'm like boom now i'm sh- i've shaved it check it out I'm, like there's nothing that's a fool's game joe because uh i think that's what led john travolta down the dark path he's had now <laughs> where his head basically looks like it's upside down like where there used to be hair up here it's now it's all not, collected down all here it's just shit. migrated to the bottom of his face <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to escape That's the what sun. Everybody I don't know. It's, it's not just exclusive to John Travolta. That is the bald But it's guy so big thing. and bushy. Keep the be- it is a bushy beard. And the thing is, no, it's not big and bushy. It's just really full. It's, it's really, really full and dark, like almost unnaturally so. Like yeah. you would think being as old as he is, like look at me. I'm, I'm like probably 30 years younger than John Travolta. Yeah. And I've got like almost a full gray beard. Well, you're not coloring your hair either. N- n- nary a trace of gray in his beard. Yeah, that ain't real. And that I think is part of the problem. If he was gray, <laughs> I think it would be less disconcerting. Mm. But it's it's not. And I'm like, who do you think you, who yeah. are you fooling? Just who do you think you're fooling? Unless he's doing it for a role. Like if it's for okay, a, a movie. That's true. I get it. <laughs> what role could possibly require that haircut, though? <laughs> Who knows? The hum- Humpty Dumpty, the movie. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty, the movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sarah was like, what is he supposed to be, Lex Luthor? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Hey, he'd be a good Lex Luthor. There's my recast right there. He wouldn't be bad. He wouldn't be if Lex Luthor danced no. a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For, like, no reason. I like that. I like that. Well, he was not the worst part of the uh, Oscars, Joe. Uh, I don't think so. Although, What was the worst part? Did you watch the Oscars, first of all? I, I did. Well, m- yeah. Yeah, I watched most of it. So we, like, turned it on and then kind of paused it right after Kihoi Kwan won. Uh, and how great was that? took care of our stuff. And then came- it was awesome. What a great moment. Sarah was like, they could just end the Oscars right now. Yes. And- and it's perfect. But I'm glad that yeah. they didn't because then we got Jamie Lee Curtis and she made the, the, the hair on the back of my neck raise. Um, and then Michelle Yao finally got uh, Best Actress. We all knew that was coming. Yeah. And uh, just, it was a, it was very emotional for me. For somebody who hasn't really cared much about the Oscars these past few years, um, and maybe it's the whole, you know, the pandemic and now we're all getting back there does. Yeah. With everything we're doing now where we're slowly kind of creeping back into real life, um, everything seems monumental. Uh-huh. And yeah, this was the first Oscar that kind of felt like okay things are back to normal what do you think about like leaning into the the will smith incident from last year do you think that it's something that should oh, with be acknowledged? Jimmy Kimmel's uh, jokes? Yeah. Do you think we need to keep acknowledging it, or do you think it's something we need to just let go? Yeah, I, I think now that we've had another uh, successful Oscars, and if you stuck around at the end of the Oscars, did you see yes, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel's like exit? <laughs> number of so Oscars brilliant. without the incident. Camera shows one. him. <laughs> yeah, he comes backstage, and there's a big billboard there, uh, and he yeah he changes the numbers from <laughs> number of days. Or a number of Oscars without incident, right, is what it said. It went from zero to yeah, it one. It was classy. I mean, everybody was already talking about it anyway. Any article you read about the Oscars, like, that was the lead, right? Like, oh, we're coming up the Oscars. Last year, Will Smith smacked the fuck out of uh, Chris, not Chris Tucker. Who was Chris it? Chris Rock. Yeah. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Thank you. The other Rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I like, you had to acknowledge it. And I, uh, I actually thought Jimmy Kimmel did a pretty good job hosting yeah. and uh, kind of setting that tone. I like him hosting. I think... I think he's yeah, a he's a good host. This was his third time, right? And like, uh, he has just the right kind of dry, sardonic kind of wit that that I appreciate. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, me too. He he kind of straddles that line sometimes between like low hanging fruit, but also maybe you know a, a punchline that you have to almost like think about for a second and then like ah, it's a tie okay, yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah, he uh, he's not 
so much Ricky Gervais, uh, but he's not Billy Crystal, right? He's kind of in the middle. He's a little edgy. Yeah. Uh, you can get away with stuff, but you still like him. Ricky Gervais, I just fucking hated. <laughs> he's okay. just, yeah, he's got kind of a punchable face. He, he was the worst host in a while. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he, he was, well, I mean, his whole agenda, he was so smug, and his whole agenda was just like, how uncomfortable can I make everybody in the room? Uh, but wasn't thinking about how uncomfortable he was making everybody at home. Yeah. So I'm happy to not have him host anything ever again. There you go. There you go. So what was the worst part? <laughs> Hot takes like that is what you'll find uh, on this podcast. <laughs> uh, what was the worst part? I mean, I don't really... Well, okay, well, I'll tell you what I think the worst part was, um, and it was specifically, we were talking about that in memoriam section that John Travolta uh, came out and, and, and kicked off. And they mentioned, I don't remember where I read it, or maybe they said it up front where it's like, maybe John Travolta himself said, this isn't everybody that we lost this past year, but, you know, here's some of the notable ones. But then they went on to leave out Kirstie Alley, Paul Sorvino. Paul Sorvino's family is, like, suing the Oscars, I think, uh, for leaving him out of the end. Kirstie Alley was on it. Was she in it? Yeah, she was in it. I didn't see Paul Sorvino, though. I did not see Paul Sorvino. Paul Sorvino was not there, um, but Ray Liotta was, which kind of seems like a slap in the face, you know? Yeah. Like, you, you, it's kind of an, an easy lead-in. Like, you could have just put them with each other. Yeah, right next to each other. <laughs> Choose a yeah. frame from the where they're both in the same scene from Goodfellas. And, you know, uh, that that is funny, too, though, because, like, Paul Sorvino, wasn't he one of the founding producers with Miramax? Like, it's named after his daughter. Is it really? So you would think, like... Uh, yeah, Mira. It's it's a Paul Sorvino Shit, started that no company. Idea. He was one of the one of the people behind it. Yeah, that's why it's called Miramax. Well, that's kind of sad. So he basically kind of hoarded his daughter out to uh, to uh, oh Jeff. Uh, what's that guy's name? Yeah, he who shall not He's be like named. walking around with a walker now. Like he, you see him like footage of him. He can barely like walk on his own. Oh, he's got it. And <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> my wife was like, we could see he's through really that playing act. that up. He's really playing up that sympathy. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we know that game. I was like, he it's seemed to be work. getting around really good before these accusations flew. Like mm-hmm, he was doing yeah. okay. It's the emotional toll, Joe. That this has had on him and his physical. <laughs> I mean, Bill Cosby ailments. is not a walker. Like he's he's still. Bill Cosby went blind. Oh, did he? <laughs> remember? I, <didn't. laughs> I thought I remember hearing that, it's, or maybe that was too apocryphal. It's crazy how these things just happen to these guys. Mm, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> died. <laughs> he went ahead, and, went ahead, and accidentally died in prison. He killed himself. Yeah, no. No, nothing, nothing to see here, folks. No. Uh, all right. Well, uh, one thing we won't get into on this podcast is uh, any divisive politics or no. uh, things that'll that'll make you feel bad. We're not here to talk about the news. We're, we're this is supposed to be an escapist podcast, right? It's okay, but sometimes. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, yes. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll sprinkle our own opinions in there. Well, I mean, like, how else do you get to know uh, us, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Except for for our moral standards. Okay. Uh, and sometimes that comes through in, in in our in our podcast topics, but mostly it's it's to have a good time. Right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of put the uh, to put the bow on this, uh, at least for me, uh, I did Thank think you. that there was a rough moment at the Oscars, and Ooh. for me, it was the Lady Gaga performance. I thought her performance was great. Mm-hmm. I thought the way that they like the way it was presented was really weird. Like yeah. she was, she had no makeup on, mm-hmm. so as she was like stripped, stripped of all like and. They shot her so uncomfortably close. It was really... As if to pound into your head that, like, see, look, she's got no makeup on. Look, look how real she's being. Exactly. Yeah, and I had that same thought. That was, it was, that was a little, like, I don't know, heavy-handed, and I could have done without it. But yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I'm telling you, dude, it was one of those rare times where watching the Oscars and I'm seeing these nominees, and I'm like, honestly, I'm good with all of you. Yeah. Until, until Avatar won, and yeah. I was like, uh. I'm so I'm over you, Avatar. Did that win I anything? love that Top Gun got the, the yeah got best special effects. No, oh. okay. Well, I mean, it does deserve that. I'll give him that. It, it makes it makes sense. But I'm thinking mm-hmm. like going up against uh, Wakanda Forever. Like I think Wakanda Forever had some beautiful uh, work that was going on in it. Um, so I don't know. It, there were a couple of awards that felt like kind of gimmies. Like uh, we got to give it to them, and that's kind of what that felt like. Yeah. Uh, also. Top Gun getting best like sound editing. I was like, you, but I was telling Sarah all night. I'm like, you got to give Top Gun something. You're not going to give it best picture because it's not any other year. If there wasn't a pandemic, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have even been on that radar. But the fact that like this film, along with, I think maybe Spider-Man No Way Home, Mm -hmm. like kept 
theaters alive. Got people going back like to the post pandemic during mm-hmm. the pandemic, post pandemic. It got people back in the theaters, and for that, it does deserve some kind of recognition. For that, it does deserve like a hey man, we got to give them something. Like we have got yeah. to give them something. Joe, what was the movie that got you back in the theaters? It was probably it was Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, yeah, me too. That was I think. I think that was the first movie Sarah and I saw in the theater post pandemic. I, I can't think of anything else. The wife and I caught uh, the French Dispatch, but uh, we only did that because it was like a matinee showing, uh, and it had been out for a couple of weeks. And we're like, "Who the fuck's going to see a Wes Anderson movie?" Uh, you know, <laughs> at, um, at two o'clock on a Monday afternoon, yeah. uh, two weeks after its release date. So we felt pretty confident right. uh, going there. But yeah, see, and and the thing is, like, f- I think for us, if we're gonna go to the theater. We want to see like the the spectacle. We want yeah. we want like the the, the big noises. So like we mm-hmm. we did Spider Man. We did Doctor Strange. We missed Thor and Wakanda Forever. We didn't we didn't see those. I saw Thor. Um, yeah, is it okay. You know, I mean, not to get off on a Marvel tangent. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. We're no, gonna it's, though because I've got fine. I've got a question to ask you here in a bit. But go ahead. Oh shit! All right. Well, I may be answering it with my next statement, which is this is my pert happily right there. <laughs> the next statement I'm going to make <laughs> is the next sentence I'm, I'm going, going to, speak. to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, I've I've kind of gotten off the Marvel bandwagon. There's there too much go. content. There it is. It's coming too mm. quick. I thought I could do it. Yep. I started with Wandavision. Like a good Marvel fan, um, and, and one division was fantastic. Like I, it's really good. That's still yeah. one of my favorite Marvel things. Forget movie, just Marvel things that's that's been released in the last uh-huh. few years. Yeah, uh, but I, then it was Moon Knight, and I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if I should get into this. And then Doctor like Strange, I still haven't seen uh, w- w- uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight. Moon Knight's really good. Doctor Strange. I think I think Doctor Strange is my favorite of this new. Like besides Spider Man, like I loved multiverse of madness like but the thing is you know me i'm a sam raimi fan mm-hmm. and this movie is not just a, a cool dr strange story but it is a love letter to sam raimi fans like yeah. all of the best things and it's almost like what he was trying to do with oz the great and powerful mm-hmm. how it's kind of like you all those elements of like especially army of darkness but kind of thrown into oz like yeah. that's great but it didn't quite work for Oz the Great and Powerful, but it works for this. Like there is there is so much Raimi at work. There are like homages to uh, to Darkman, homages to mm. the Evil Dead films, homages to, oh, to yeah. Army of Darkness. Uh, like uh, uh, there's there's so much fun stuff going on in this movie. Uh, and and of course, you get your your Bruce Campbell cameo. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was I thought it was a fun story. Only my only criticism. <clears throat> and I don't think it's spoiling anything. And I don't think that it's unique to me. Uh, I think this is probably a pretty, uh, pretty popular stance. I felt like they did Wanda dirty in the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I see. She's one of I my favorite like, characters. I don't want to say that. Yeah. So I don't think I think if that's the case, you're probably not going to have the same reaction, the same positive reaction that well, I did. Um, but I do recognize that, like, yeah, that wasn't fair what they did to the character. Well, I, I may be ready for it emotionally because I'm, I'm kind of emotionally detached a little bit now from the the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Uh, you know, Endgame was such just like a, um, it was so epic. And then the, the weight uh, the burden of all of those movies combined was kindly f- you, you could we, we were all like in a cathartic state after that film yeah um, it was it was a perfect emotional catharsis like a perfect yes a perfect I agree end. and I don't know that I have the energy I don't know I have the energy to like build back up to that again through another phase um, it's just not grabbing me well they're not though yeah it's it's not they're not even organically building it like that those first few phases of the MCU, and I'm I'm with you. Like just before we even get th- into this, just to kind of you know let the cat out of the bag, I am definitely experiencing superhero MCU yeah. fatigue. Yeah. Like there's just it's too much. We need to just after after Endgame and after the wrap up with like Spider Man, yeah, like because I do think that the new Spider Man movie was just outstanding. Agreed. I do think like I felt like they should have they should have taken a break. Like, let's just take mm-hmm. a break. Maybe let our TV series breathe for a little bit yeah. and do the do the lifting for a while. And then we can come back when we're ready to come back and like really present a story. Cause I feel like I feel like the first the first MCU like the Infinity Saga 
I think started, and they even weren't quite sure what they wanted to do when they were first starting it. It wasn't until after phase one was done that they were like, yeah, this is the direction we're going. We are going to do the Infinity Gauntlet story. We're going to do the Mm -hmm. Thanos story. And I I think they pulled it off really well. The Infinity Gauntlet is, and, and I've talked about this on our old podcast, like that's my favorite Marvel story. So to find out they were going to adapt that into a series of films was great. And they didn't let me down. The problem is what they're doing now, like just like in the movies, infinity, the infinity saga spanned several different comic titles. You were getting pieces of the story in all these different books. Yeah. What they're doing now is they're trying to take something that was kind of smaller in scale and they're trying to blow it up and do the same thing that they did with the infinity saga. And I'm sorry, like artificially Kang the conqueror. Yeah. Kang the conqueror. He's, he's great, and there's some good stories there. There's going to be some good development. But but he's no Thanos. He's no Thanos. And, like, all these little, like, clickbait articles where they're like, here's five reasons why Kang is worse than Thanos, and you guys better watch out. I'm like, <laughs> all right, yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool, but no. Written no, by the PR not. department at the uh, Marvel. Yeah, but I think the big thing is we've already gotten to this point. We cannot spend, like, another five years slowly ramping up to another saga we've already built the world and you guys like I, you guys it's not you joel it's, this is how <laughs> i talk about it like they should have really been planting these seeds for other things along the earlier way earlier on like if you want to do the kang the kang the conqueror like multiverse saga that's cool and i get it like they started they opened up that door in endgame where they went into different like times and went through the you know the uh, the quantum realm to get to these different places, and that's cool. Like you you kind of planted the seed there, but it really should have been done a little bit more actively and organically. Yeah. Um, like everything now feels like a, a bunch of weird course correction. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this whole multiverse. Even thing. like we went and saw the new Ant Man, and I like the multiverse thing. I think there's a lot of fun stuff there, and I think it was done really well. I know, but with I'm, Loki. I'm getting multiverse fatigue. Yeah, everybody's got multiverse now. Oh yeah. You've got the new Flash movie coming out, and they're straight up doing the multiverse mm-hmm. on that, and that's going to be fun. Yeah, fucking Michael Keaton. But but how long? You know how much can you how much can you stretch that? Like we got it in Spider Man No Way Home. We got to see Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire do their Spider Man thing again, and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, the Flash is going to do that same thing now with Batman. Okay, like you can only that only that nostalgia only stretches so far. Yeah, you know you you got to have a great script to back it up as well. And cool, like let's say you do, you do have a great script. All right, well where do you go from there? We already know James Gunn is like course correcting the entire DCU and going to do mm-hmm. something different with all these characters. So how much? How much am I really going to invest of myself to watch this? Other than like, hey, this will be a fun popcorn movie to watch for two hours. Yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe the answer is, like I said, maybe the answer is Marvel. Step away for a little bit. Yeah. Craft it. Be very deliberate with the steps that you're taking. But what's the saying? Loneliness makes the heart grow fonder, right? Exactly. And that's, remember when Star Wars was gone for 25 years? <laughs> yes, yes. And then we got the we, prequel We thought trilogy? the prequel movies were great. <laughs> that's how blind <laughs> I mean, we were. At least, at least we tried to convince ourselves that they were. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do remember leaving those theaters going like, I mean, it was good, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, was... I, I definitely went to IHOP with the buddy I saw it with after the midnight screening. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, yeah, man, wow, it's, it's just classic. It's, uh, yeah, it's right up there with right? fucking Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> and then we had, like, another, what, 10, 15 mm-hmm. years, and then there was the, the, the next trilogy. Right. So I think that that worked for those, for the most part. Like, look, The Force Awakens will still be, like, for me, one of the greatest film experiences. Like, getting to experience that movie was really awesome. I love that film. Agreed. The sequels kind of, they're they're fine for what they are, but they kind of let me down. Uh, You need to revisit The Last Jedi, man. Last Jedi is still great. Oh, God. (laughs) Here's the thing. I feel like they're all good standalone. They're all, they all work as kind of standalone movies, but as a trilogy of films telling one cohesive no, story. it's awful. It they totally dropped the ball. Uh, yeah. One of the greatest mysteries why they did not have a three-picture outline yeah. uh, of that arc That's when they were developing it. I have crazy. no fucking idea what anybody was thinking. Kathleen Kennedy. I don't think Kathleen Kennedy is very good at her job. I don't, I don't think she's it. either. Hot take. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. 
But but yeah, again, she you seems know, to, every time they fire another director, like you know, remember initially we thought it was like, oh, it was the uh, you know Lord Miller causing problems on the solo yeah. set. They had to get the fuck out of there. They, they didn't know what they were doing, and yeah. then they go on to make great, brilliant movies. And then <laughs> yes. the same thing, uh, Colin Trevorrow. Eh, maybe not so much with Colin Trevorrow, but. <laughs> A similar thing with Colin Trevorrow, but I'm starting to think maybe it's maybe it's her and not them. I, you know? I don't know, man. They've they've let Colin Trevorrow do his own thing with these Jurassic movies and they're garbage. Yeah, that is also true. All right, he's not the best example, but did still. you see the new one? I have not yet. It is streaming on one of the nope. many streaming services. Well, come on, you can shake your head all you want, Joe, but I will be seeing the Jurassic Park movie that reunites Jeff Goldblum and <laughs> Sam Neill. I'm, I'm just going to see it. I'm sorry. You can shake your head all you want. It will be seen by these eyes. Okay. It has not yet. I mean, I understand. And it is not a good film. <laughs> I feel like I need to complete that. Cha- that is my end game, Joe. That's my <laughs> no, no. Jurassic Park that is end no game. No one's end game. You know what? The dinosaur <laughs> end game is sixty-five. Ooh, <laughs> go see what's his name? Uh, uh, yeah, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah, fight dinosaurs. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's that's my thought. Like I'm with you. I've, I'm experiencing the superhero fatigue, and good. I just kind of wish that I, I give me Loki, give me that, but like. Let's let's put the movies on hold for a little while and just yeah. wait until we have something. I agree. Love it. All right. I think we've I think we've solved this. Solved that. There you go. Uh, let's pivot then a little <laughs> bit um, because yeah, we're, we're we're coming up on an hour here in our first pilot episode. We're all over the map. We have no structure. Um, in fact, one of the topics, the main topics I wanted to talk about, uh, I think we kind of need to save for next week because it's its own episode. Yeah, um, and that is uh, I, I do think we should. Yeah, the recent uh, developments in Bruce Willis's health uh, that have come to light. It's so and sad. Um, man, I really wish we'd been doing this podcast Joe when that news broke but I am glad we are doing it now because uh, I want to unpack the career of Bruce I mean it's it's sad I I feel like we're talking about him posthumously and he's still with us and, and could be with us for years shit he's still yeah. got movies coming out right yeah and, and, but it's a whole bunch of like straight to video like yeah. produced in like you know the in 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 Romania like these really really shoddily produced films and it makes me really sad and at first when i was first seeing these things come out i was like man bruce willis what's happening to you you're just doing anything for a paycheck and i'm like oh shit like now knowing what's going on it's like oh damn and like apparently when he's doing these films he's got like an earpiece in IBF, they're yeah. feeding him his lines yeah. and it's so sad but it's like I get why you're doing it. Like, I get what's happening here. But that just, it bums me out. Yeah. So we're going to take uh, next week, a portion of next week, that'll be our main topic, I think, talking about uh, Bruce Willis and some of our favorite Bruce Willis movies. Um, and, uh, yeah, just him as a person, uh, as well as a personality uh, in general. The great Bruce Willis. And, and maybe, you know, anecdotes about our own personal interactions. What? With him. Did you meet Bruce Willis? Yeah. We've talked about this. What? We talked about this in our, guys, listen to our Armageddon episode of the Editing Bay. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Because you were an extra on the set of Armageddon, and uh, I didn't realize right. you were. Now, when you said you met him, had lunch. did you really meet him? We sat down at the same table and had yeah, lunch. Yeah, like you stood behind we him sat in the cafeteria down at line. The sa- he sat down at the table I yeah, was Yeah, one of those long 20-foot <clears throat> tables he was right that fold out. <laughs> Yeah, but well, how far across from you, Joe? <laughs> like 20 foot. feet across from me? He was a foot across from me. <laughs> but like a real foot or like a, it's a metric like, system? Michael like what Clark kind of... Duncan sat right next to me. Did he really? And he was like, I'm feeling real tired, boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Give me your tots. I just feel like he would, feel like he would be demanding everybody's food. Are you going to eat that cornbread? <laughs> oh, why is it going to be cornbread, Joe? Come on. Right out of the gate in the pilot episode? Well, because, no, it's the movie, the movie Life. It was that movie Life. <laughs> Where he goes, you going to eat that cornbread? Okay. And so, Eddie Murphy goes, yeah, I'm going to eat my cornbread. Oh, all right. Cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? No, not you, because I was, uh, I was quietly racist there, thinking oh. that you were making a racist statement <laughs> about cornbread. <laughs> I was quite, not quite quiet. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was pretty out there. <laughs> No, that's this. This is a good idea. Could the uh, there is a lot to unpack when it comes to Bruce yeah. Willis. I think that you know we both have a lot of. Uh, I think we both have a lot of movies of his that we love. I know for a fact that you love The Fifth Element. Mm. I like The Fifth Element. Save you it. know, I'm a huge Die Hard fan. There's there's no way we could talk about this stuff and not take another hour of time at least to uh, to go through it all. And we will. That's what we'll do on next week's episode of Low Res High Def. 
um yeah we're uh i'm feeling pretty good it's just, yeah. I, I was joking earlier about it riding being like riding a bike but it actually kind of was it kinda, it's uh, good to be across the mic from you across, here, across even though we're the, the three thousand miles away as you said the internet waves yeah and it, it didn't even it didn't even piss me off that my internet like crapped out twice while we were recording this thing so no, that's right that's great. yeah one of the things you'll uh, get out of the this power of editing the power of editing and also the power of uh, this new podcast low res high def not only is it uh, new branding but we're using new technology so uh gone are the days of uh, yeah. joe's internet uh interrupting his punchlines I was telling that about Jenna the other day. She was like, I know Joe didn't like it, right? I was like, well, yeah, because he would always, you know, you'd always have this long setup and then your internet would cut out right during the punchline and the rest of us were sitting there being like, well, I'm sure that was funny what he was going to say. We'll splice it in. We'll splice it in. The best was when you guys would describe it, that like you're waiting for me to deliver the punchline and I freeze. My camera just freezes. And then having to reset you. Okay. You said this and then you were leading up to this. Now go. Action. I get like my dad. I get so mad i'd be like ah, it's done the moment's passed <laughs> yes. i don't want to do it anymore so we've got a new system now where uh, hopefully uh, that will not be happening you'll hear us in near real time in uh better quality high def quality one might say on yeah. this lowbrow podcast yeah <laughs> if you look at my low res camera yeah yeah so we're representing you're the low res and uh, i am the high def over here aren't i you're clear the image and uh <laughs> You, I'm the lady to your George. <laughs> you, you look like you're talking to me from uh, Pandora. Tell me about the high def. <laughs> tell, tell me about the high def, George. <sighs> well, all right. There you go. There was our first pilot episode of Low Res High Def. Um, Joe, it's great to be back in the seat with you, man. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be doing this. I miss you so I. much. Same. I miss your musk. <laughs> I miss when this is done, we should get an apartment together. <laughs> All right. Uh, one last plug then. Uh, hopefully you're listening to the podcast. You found us, so you know where to find us. But if not, uh, lowreshighdef is the website. I believe lowreshighdef on Twitter is where you can find us as well. I have to double check that. I may be cutting that part out of the podcast. But yeah, find us there, subscribe, and stick around while we build this brand and come together every week to talk about whatever we want to talk about pop culture, movie, video games, TV. It's all here. I mean, clearly next week it's going to be Bruce Willis. Yes, that as well as a bunch of other shit, I'm sure. What you talking about, Bruce Willis? That'll be the name of the episode. There you go. Brilliant. All right, Joe. It's been great. Looking forward to this new endeavor with you and with all of our other upcoming guests on this new uh, podcast. Yeah, I'm excited about this. This awesome. is going to be it. This is the one that's going to make it. <laughs> sure, yeah. The advertisers are going to be rushing in. Just, uh, just you wait. <laughs> All right, guys. Is he going to read? Is he going to read erotic fan fiction? I need Ooh, to know that. Is he going to do that? Yeah, we'll add new segments. We'll you know what? Uh, I was listening to an old episode of ours where we used to do uh, what was it, Russell or Wayne, which was the the game, <laughs> the short lived game that we would do. Where I would deliver a line and we'd have to guess if it was Kurt Russell or John Wayne. That's right. I got it right about, uh, what, 25% of the time. Yeah. I was usually playing for a listener, uh, so we did not give out a lot of prizes playing that game. But hey, maybe I'll be better in this new decade. Even even if you won, chances are it was like a 50-50 shot. I would never ship it to you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that is very true. Um, <laughs> all right. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm keeping you on this thing. But, uh, but no, thank you, Joel. No. This is great. I'm so glad that you were willing to do this. And uh, I am, I'm looking forward. To, to, to this show. I think this is going to be a fun deal. I think this this format is perfect. Me too. Long time coming and uh, looking forward to doing it this week and next week and every week uh, on Low Res High Def. So yeah, that's going to be it for this week. Jeff, thank you very much. Ugh. Joel, always a pleasure. <laughs> that's our, Jeff, our old producer. He's coming back to produce the new podcast. <laughs> the pleasure's all mine, Joe. And we'll see you next week on Low Res <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Seamless. Good times. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.